Are you feeling stuck, lost, or confused about what to do next in your career? Then the Manifest Your Career podcast is just right for you. I'm your host, Dr. Norma Reyes, a career mindset coach. I help successful Latinas who are battling self-doubt, self-sabotage, and imposter syndrome. I teach my clients how to combine their intuition, skills, and knowledge so that they can manifest their dream career. It's time you start listening to your inner wisdom and guidance. Tune in each week to the Manifest Your Career podcast and learn how to align your mindset to your career goals. Keep listening and together we'll manifest your dream career. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is episode 69 and today I will be talking to you guys about why release is important. So just like last episode to get you started, I really want you to think about what does release mean to you? What does the word release mean to you? What does letting go mean to you? And if you think back to a few episodes, um, there's an affirmation episode about self-healing. And in there, I talk about how release is for you. And release doesn't mean weakness. Forgiveness doesn't mean forgiving or condoning you know, past hurts as being okay. Release is for you. But what does it mean, right? What does releasing mean? If you look at the definition of release, you can see it says allow or enable to escape from confinement, setting free, allowing something to move, act, or flow freely. I love that, flow freely. And as a noun, it says the action or process of releasing or being released. And, you know, these are what the dictionary has right the meaning of release but so powerful if you really think about it right because if you are releasing your past hurts pain situation traumas you know you're allowing that energy to be set free from you from your body otherwise Anything that you're holding onto is on you, on your physical body. So as I explain this, I'm going to go into how it shows up in your body. But before I go there, let me touch on the importance of releasing and in regards to your career, to your successes, to what it means for you to reach your full potential. So if you aren't practicing release and if you think back to every painful moment that you've had in your life around your career life success your potential what is something that you can achieve right any pain that has come and you have not practiced in any type of release and i will give you guys some ways to practice release now in your daily life but if you haven't practiced that regularly it's going to show up in your body. It's going to be the opposite of release, right? Opposite of that, allowing things to flow freely. 
meaning things don't flow freely. Instead of you receiving abundance, you're in a blocking resistance type of mode, not really allowing for new things to come in. So if we think back a little bit, why would we want to block things from coming in? Why would we do this as a defense, right? Everything we do is in protection of ourselves in what we believe to be the best thing for us at that moment in time. So why would we want to create a wall or a block or some sort of protection from things coming into our lives? Well, the simple answer is that if you've ever experienced any childhood trauma, adversity, or even in your adulthood or in the workplace, it is for protection, right? If you've been around someone or a situation, or maybe your home life was great, but you guys happen to live in a very low income area that had a lot of violence, that you encountered a lot of violence in your daily life. So the best form of protection for you is closing yourself off from being able to absorb any of that coming in. And once that traumatic event, once that traumatic environment or whatever it was, once that's no longer around, your body doesn't know that it's okay to start to release and open up. And if any of this is triggering any type of super deep-seated trauma, of course, absolutely 100% find a therapist. If you are in Texas, I am accepting new therapy clients and you can look at that there. But really, you know, a therapist can help you process these feelings that maybe you don't even know were there until you're like, I really want to flourish in my career and something is keeping me stuck. I can't seem to grow beyond X, Y, Z. And some of it could just be past childhood trauma that is coming to the surface that needs to be processed. And once you kind of worked it out and built some skills and creating a regular release process, then you can start to move forward and be more open, right? Not be in this closed off protection mode right? Everything we do is for us. And, you know, your body's doing what it needs to do for you. And protection mode is kind of like putting on the shutters and really just getting hyper-focused on very minimal things to keep surviving. So again, I will go in a little bit more about how it can show up in your body, but I also want to talk to you guys about the full moon or after the full moon. So last week was the full moon and we are now in the waning moon phase and at the time of this recording it the sun is in libra the moon is in cancer and a waning gibbous come tuesday the moon is going to be in leo which is a fire sign so over this weekend that i'm recording it is in cancer which is a water sign and then at the time of releasing this episode it'll be a fire sign which is a great time to really fire yourself up and letting go of things. Use that energy and momentum to let go. So again, the time after the full moon up into the new moon is called the waning moon. And this is the time when the, the moon is shrinking. This is a time to go inward, a time to do release, you know, really be some really deep rooted releases that can happen 
some limpias if you like to do that a cleansing and limpias guys it doesn't have to be something super formal you can literally go into the shower and give yourself a limpia as you shower just by setting the intention of like today as i shower you know you're closing your eyes and you're feeling the water and you tell yourself i am cleansing myself i am releasing anything that's no longer serving me i'm cutting cords if you're unfamiliar with cutting cords it really just means like anything that is attached to you anybody's energy that doesn't belong to you you are releasing it and you're calling back not only your energy but you're releasing their energy to go back to them you know all these simple rituals you can do and you can start simply by picking one thing that works for you and then going from there and trying out different things you don't always have to do the release the same way you don't always have to try something different something that works for you right releasing working on releasing anything that has grown into stagnant energy within you within your body within your mind within your soul wherever it might be showing up so now how does it show up in your body this can happen as tension you know it can feel it can begin to feel as aches if you think about children babies their bodies are very fluid and flowing because they haven't had life happen to them they haven't had you know lots of pains and aches and so their bodies are more able to be flexible but as we get older not only are we not practicing things to keep our flexibility but we are also having more pains and hurts that are happening whether they're big or small pains and hurts they are happening and if we're not actively releasing them from our body from our minds from our soul they show up in our body so they begin as a pain an ache, maybe a little bit of some illness, maybe you have some congestion, maybe you have, you know, some headaches that aren't explainable, right? Like little tiny small aches and pains. And it's your body's way of saying, hey, something's going on here, right? It's a little alarm for you. But most of the time when we have an ache or pain, and even with children, they fall, they hurt themselves. And we say, oh, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You're okay. Shh, 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 calm down. So, you know, we learn that if uh, we have a minor ache or pain, that it's like, shh, it's okay, don't worry about it, right? Instead of perhaps massaging the area, if you have a little ache on your knee and you can just simply rub your knee and release that pain, you can have that intention of talking about, you know what, I'm gonna rub my knee and release anything, any stagnant energy that I'm feeling there so that you can start that healing process versus that energy just getting trapped there you know and it can be anywhere in your body maybe it's the back of your neck right the tension like if you go and feel your your shoulders and your neck right now how much tension is, has built up there and when's the last time you just simply took the time to rub your neck and rub any of that out and with the intention of i am releasing this Right, so our body keeps all of this stagnant energy, and this is from pain, hurt, you know, from it could be situations that occurred, it could be from the words people are speaking, and a lot of it can be from the words we are speaking to ourselves. Now, I want you guys to think about 
all of your negative self-talk that maybe you've had today, that you've had in the last year. And if you think back to maybe the first time, which I have no idea when's the first time I thought anything negative or had any self-negative talk, but let's just say the last five to 10 years, how much negative self-talk have you had with yourself? How much of that have you ever released? And, you know, first, apologize to yourself. Second, forgiving yourself. And then third, released it. I mean, I'm guilty of, you know, not even doing that process myself, that intentional process while I do some releases, haven't intentionally thought about, oh, you know, all of the negative self-talk that I've had in this time. Not only am I forgiving myself, but I'm releasing it. Think about all the years that has piled onto your body and the rigidness that has occurred from it. And this is just for awareness so that you can become aware of how stagnant energy is on you and why release is so important so that you can begin to release this energy lessen the rigidity and become more in flow freely flowing what are some ways to release these emotions feelings past hurts or pains you've heard these before journaling talking to others about whatever's going on yoga walks meditation any type of intentional movement intentional movement with release in mind that's all that it means right if you just take the simple mental note and make the intention of like today i'm going to go on this walk for you know two to three minutes five ten minutes whatever you can fit in and say, you know, I am releasing my past hurts. I'm releasing my limited thinking in my career, whatever it is, write it all down, whatever you want to release. If you do write down anything, it's important to go through a process of also releasing that, right? We don't want to just write it down onto a piece of paper and then it then be taking up space at home so you can you know crumble it up and throw it away you can throw it you know put it into nature put it in some soil so that the soil the earth can take it in you can also do the intention of releasing this to your higher self to god source whichever word you like to use to who you want to give this burden to that can help you be able to release this So it is so important to begin a process of release, a routine that you do so that you can get back into alignment so that you can get back into flowing freely and be able to see the opportunities that come to you. There are opportunities that are coming to you that you just cannot see because of this stacked energy that is keeping you blocked. 
that is keeping you from seeing it because it is only trying to protect you. You may still be in that survival mode, even though your mind, your logic isn't in survival mode because you are no longer in that situation or part of you may be in that situation. But until you're able to process and start releasing, can you begin to move forward? So aside from the journaling, talking to others, yoga, walks, meditation, intention of movement, I also have a podcast episode and some other recommendations for you. So my past episode on forgiveness in your career, episode 34, is a great episode to listen to. And I'll make sure to link that in the show notes. And I have some book recommendations. One of my favorite books about healing childhood trauma and adversity is called The Deepest Well by Nadine Harris. That's The Deepest Well, Healing the Long-Term Effects of Childhood Trauma and Adversity by Nadine Harris. It is an amazing book. It really explains how trauma shows up in your body and shows up as physical conditions, right? And she talks a lot about how therapy, yoga, and all of these different things really help overcome and process a lot of these effects. So it's an excellent book. You'll absolutely enjoy it. Another highly recommended book, it's a New York Times bestseller, is The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma. So that book is one that is highly recommended. And then as I was picking the books to share with you guys today, I came across this book that I haven't read yet, but I'm looking forward to reading it, but it is called, not just reading it, but doing some of the practices. It's called Trauma-Informed Yoga, a Toolbox for Therapists. 47 Practices to Calm, Balance, and Restore the Nervous System. And even though the book says it's a toolbox for therapists, anyone can pick up the book. This is written by Yogi. It's Trauma-Informed Yoga, which to me just sounds amazing. And it goes back to everything that I've said on this episode, how we have to release not only from our mind, but from our body, right? And that's why taking moments of rest and restoration is so important, sitting in meditation, but then also adding some movement. You know, going out there and really being in our physical body, because when we are experiencing trauma, pain, hurt, part of us escapes part of us doesn't want to be present during those moments and so by part of us i mean like our soul our soul self sometimes checks out right like you can think about maybe a time that you're being yelled at or a time that you're experiencing something that you don't want to be experiencing and you just so now you block it out from your memories and you just kind of think back of like, I know it wasn't a good situation, but I really can't remember what happened. Right? That's just protection of you. And you don't have to necessarily dig into those painful memories. What's more important is expressing them to yourself. Like, I felt afraid. I felt pain. I felt this. 
and allow yourself to say, it's okay, I felt those things. Now I'm here and I'm gonna process and I'm gonna heal these things. And as you begin to process them, you may feel it in your body somewhere. So make note of that. You know, if you're journaling and you're thinking about a past hurt that you had, and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, that gives me a pain on my neck, or just thinking about it gives me a headache. And we say these things, but we never connect how it is connected to us. So we just think of like, oh my gosh, I got this weird random pain on the back of my neck. I don't know why I didn't sleep wrong. Again, it's because we've just disconnected that we are completely one whole thing, mind, body, spirit, we are all one. And when we disconnect, then it makes it hard for us to understand why all of a sudden, you know, our knees are hurting. And yeah, of course, sitting down eight hours a day uh, causes that too. Right. So we should get up and make sure that we're moving and flexing our joints and stretching out. Yeah, I can do that. But if you think about it, children are constantly, you know, same body movements as we are. And there's plenty of people who are far older than me who probably have even better flexibility because they are moving their bodies more intentionally, maybe practicing some really good yoga, practicing some good release. So don't compare yourself to others. So, you know, just take the time to notice where you are and notice your improvements. Notice, you know, where you feel rigid, where you find it difficult. You know, maybe it's as simple as like me and it's hard to put my shoes on or it's hard to, you know, stretch over my neck. When I put my arms up, it it really, really hurts. So maybe taking intentional moments to just stretch your body out in ways that feel good, but also feel the release. And then see how you are in a few weeks from now after practicing that, whether it's daily or every few days. Right, guys. Well, that is why release is so important because not only is it showing up in your physical body, but it also is blocking you from seeing the career opportunities that are coming in front of you. It blocks you from receiving abundance. It just blocks you from being in flow. And until you start to take time to release, right? And this release can be in any way that you want it to be. Not until then will you begin to be able to get back in flow, regardless of the number of new moon wishes, intentions, and goals that you're setting. If you have a lot of internal blocks, whether they be in your mind, body, soul, or all three, you will find it difficult to manifest. So the first step to manifesting is really releasing anything that is inside you that is hurting past hurts pain any feelings that just show up when you think about that thing you want to manifest that's a good place to start if you want to manifest more career opportunities into your life pay special attention to the thoughts that you are thinking pay special attention to to where you might feel something physically and then take that time to do some journaling, 
do some talking with others, some yoga, walks, meditation, any type of intentional movement to release that. You don't even have to consciously know what it is. Say, for example, you think to yourself, I would like to attract more career opportunities. And right now, for example, as I said that, I closed my eyes and I felt like my feet, my toes, me. I flipped it my toes and feet. Okay. So what does that mean for me? Then I need to go and see, right? That, that'd be like my root chakra, right? Because it's the ground, grounding. You know, and if you think of the physical movement that I did when I did that, yeah, you know, my toes are up. And if you think about it, it's kind of like putting the brakes, right? And so then I would need to take that time to think of like, oh, okay. What does that mean? Is that me, you know, resisting? Is that me feeling, you know, so then I would, after this, actually, I will be massaging my feet and really just trying to process that, right? Being in tune with myself and massaging my feet. And as I massage my feet, perhaps process that thought, it's like, okay, what makes me feel like I need to put the brakes on career opportunities? What makes me afraid of career opportunities? Is there a part of me that is not ready for change? And whatever it is, remember that it is okay. There's nothing that's going to pass you by that is meant for you. What is most important is that you begin to release and heal so that you could be the best version of yourself. Because ultimately, that's why you are listening to the podcast, because not only do you want to have the career you want, you know that when you are in that career that you want, that dream career, you are following your passions, that a part of you also knows that you will be the best version of yourself in alignment, in flow. So I will leave you guys with that. Thank you for listening. And I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Manifest Your Career podcast with me, your host, Dr. Norma Reyes, a career and mindset coach. Learn more today on manifestyourcareer.com.